Well, the first thing we need to recognize is that no one wins alone. You know, there generally is, let's say, a winner, but you know, a winner just doesn't become a winner by himself. They don't know enough. It's always a group collaboration where people are contributing in one uh, way or another. And I think this is a really important distinction because um, I think a lot of times we as people have a tendency to discount the value of what we do as being insignificant because it's so small. Yeah, you know, and certainly in the world that we live in, in the mythology of that is that size is proportional to value. And I don't believe that that's true because there are, are certain people that are naturally inclined towards the micro. They love doing the smaller things that do matter. You know, without the smaller things, the bigger can't happen. And, and so let, let's be mindful that everybody on this call has uniqueness as it relates to their capabilities and their, their gifts. And when those are cultivated and grown and a life is built on that, then we're making the high level of contribution that we can be making to humanity. And simultaneously, it aligns our mind, body, and soul with why we're here, like on this planet. So we, I think it's important to dispel that right off. And if we look at the, uh, the anatomy of exponential, uh, there's many ways of saying exponential. You could say 10x, you could say 100x, there's all sorts of descriptors, but what we're really saying, we're talking about an output capacity that's greater than the sum of the parts. Well, how does that happen? If you look at uh, an Olympic athlete that breaks a world record, well, how did that happen? Well, they just ran faster than they've ever run before. Well, yeah, well, why? Or if you look at spontaneous remission in terms of a health crisis, well, how is it that overnight, everything that was there is now gone. Well, that's because all the parts that make up the body, in, in when they're in harmony and when they're in unity together, and they're doing the best the, of what they can do, but I didn't say perfect, then the parts assemble into a whole that's exponentially uh, more powerful than the sum of the parts. And that's where exponential becomes possible. And that's really the property of what teammates do. And the teammates, of course, have to be in agreement. You know, if there's any friction and haggling and the usual stuff that we humans do, you know, my Spencer's law is you get more than one, more than zero pe people in a room together and it's trouble. You know, we just have enough trouble with us as an individual. You get people together, then it amplifies. You know, generally given enough times, it becomes a complaining fest, you know, and a sniveling uh, fest is what it becomes both of which I can't stand, by the way. I'm so high allergic. Oh, God, I'm so allergic to whining. It's just unbelievable. And when people do agree to come together, and you can come together, you don't need to be in perfect alignment with everybody to give everything that you've got to the group effort. I mean, seriously, uh, because, look, if you expect to learn your lessons from perfect people, well, then you're not going to learn much of anything from anybody. Let's sort of get that straight, like from moment zero. The characteristics of um, the uh, teammates, uh, number one, they show up on time. Yeah, that's exactly right. They show up on time. They don't show up late. I told my daughter that the rudest thing that you could do is to show up late. Well, why is that, Dad? Well, because you're telling other people that your time is more valuable than the relationship. I mean, quite honestly, you know, I get it. We're going to be late. Okay, well, you just notify in advance. Hey, I'm going to be a few minutes late. Okay, so... That's not a problem, but it shouldn't be your normal. 
yeah, well, it goes without saying that we just care about each other. No, it doesn't. You know, what you do reflects how you value the relationship. So show up on time. You know, the Tour de France is that I was involved. Another thing I want to just sort of adjust here. You said I work with 40 Olympic athletes. I actually, I helped 40 plus Olympic athletes win gold medals. So there's a big difference between producing them and being around them. So just want to make sure we got clarity on that side. That's of it. perfect. It's perfect. Thank so uh, when we go back to this idea of um, time, uh, time is precious. Uh, timing of everything does make the difference. It's the big differentiator. But if everybody's following the agenda of their own time and what they feel like doing, then automatically factor out any synchronicity because it's not going to happen. And there's also going to be a harboring of feelings, whether people know it or not. People feel discredited when people show up late. It's just the way it is. And nobody wants, why would I want to invest any time in anybody that you know, disvalues our time uh, more and the relationship by not doing that? So teammates, they always show up on time. It's just the way it is. You know, just look at yourself. If you show up 15 minutes late to everything, well, then just leave 20 minutes earlier, you know, because you'll feel better about yourself. You don't have to go on a worldwide apology tour for being late because nobody wants to hear it because you've already said it maybe a hundred times already. You know, you're already branded as being late. You know, branded as being late means you're disorganized. If you're disorganized, nobody want to have a serious relationship with you because you're not, you're not accountable. You know, you're not, you're not believable. Who wants to play, you know, with a, a wild card, you know, nobody. So that's why it, probably the most important reason, because I saw this at the Tour de France, the, um, <clears throat> the riders, you know, it's a, it's a three week death march around France every July, you know, it's like 2,500 miles in three weeks on a bicycle, rain or shine, sleet or snow, you show up and you put your clothes on and you go to work. And it's almost it's all it's all it's all about how much pain can you endure. I mean, that's what it's really about. And um, the riders will show up in the morning and they don't talk a lot because they don't want to use up energy talking. They want that energy to be safe for the third week. But the reason why they show up on time is because it's a demonstration that I'm there for you because I'm watching your back. And anybody feels like their back is being watched, they're going to find every ounce of energy that they've got to put back into that relationship. Seriously, uh, to create a group win is one of the most euphoric experiences of all for human beings. And when we experience that in real time, that's the place that we want to be because all of us want to belong to a team that shows intense respect for each other, that's willing to do whatever is necessary to create a group win that everybody uh, plays a significant role in. The second uh, aspect of a, a teammate is teammates contribute. They don't sit in the back of room in, in the back of the room reading magazines or looking at texts, but they display a willingness to share what they see to be true. And that's really important for a variety of different reasons is that when we say what we see to be true that could be of value to the team, it could be the exponential part that creates the um, the uh, spontaneous combustion necessary to create something above and beyond what was previously uh, ever considered possible. 
And the uh, idea of sharing helps the introvert get out of their shell a bit to learn to be expressive, to share their gifts and their insights. It helps the person that's extroverted. Uh, it teaches them to give back the microphone. Don't hog the time on the air. You know, there's it should be passed around to all people. And that helps everybody, quite honestly. It's a win-win situation for everybody. Um, and also, you probably had this experience where somebody said something, you, you wonder, why am I going to this thing for two days? And then you show up and you go to this thing and somebody says one thing that changes your life permanently forever. It was worth the cost of admission times a thousand, correct? But it was because someone took the opportunity to share something that occurred to them where they didn't decide whether they were going to say it or not based upon their perceived value. You never do that. You just show up. And if you've got something to say, you trust it. And if you say it without trying to make a point or you're not trying to convert anybody to anything, then it's going to be heard in a way that it will be uh, at least uh, at least listened to. And you can never discount the possibility of the power in that. Uh, teammates also celebrate each other's successes. You know, every time someone wins, everybody wins. There, there's something really healthy about acknowledging people for an opportunity that was converted. And trust me, there's plenty of time and plenty enough opportunities for everybody in a, in a lifetime plus more to get as many successes as possible through their own efforts. And so therefore, every time we encourage uh, someone through acknowledging an achievement, it tells them that number one, their achievement was real. And when, oh my God, it was real. Yeah, it was real. This was not an accident. Then they start to believe in themselves just a little bit more. And as we believe in self more and more, then our successes start to become more significant, greater magnitude, greater impact, so on and so forth. And that's why um, it's important that uh, we celebrate each other's successes. Um, Another thing that teammates do is if someone stumbles a little bit, you know, rather than everybody sniveling about having to slow down and stop, you know, as if the world should revolve around them, as if they're the only person in the universe that counts, you, you know, it's a, an act of caring. It's a, an act of consideration. It's an act of kindness when we take a pause to let one of our teammates catch up. Um, I can't. Because what's really likely here is that when you're in pause and you're not rushing, pursuing, racing to try to do something, you're probably going to get a much better idea than you would get racing and pursuing something. So it's actually a gift when you're forced to slow down a little bit, because generally nothing good ever happens when you're picking up speed and going faster and faster and faster it's actually there's a greater likelihood that you're going to fumble the ball or you're going to miss something because you're too hyper focused you know and i know all the experts say you got to keep your eye on the ball don't take your eye off the ball but i say well if you're hyper focused you you're maybe and most likely going to miss some very good stuff that you couldn't give yourself that would create an exponential outcome and unless we balance uh the effort to the pause and reflection then it's unlikely that whatever pace we're on is sustainable over time. And that's the other thing. Yeah, it, I would say that those are the things that we should just be mindful of as a teammate. So if we look at the people on the call here, your level of participation isn't insignificant, you know? And so if we sit in the back, you know, we're eating, we're 
you know, looking at our text and doing all that stuff, it, it not only dishonors the platform and the hosts, but it could exclude the possibility of something being said that could be revolutionary for the group and also the individuals. So I hope that that kind of gives you an insight on how I look at it. And I will say that also that uh, teammates need to be acknowledged for their contribution um, because the truth is, is that like no one wins alone. Thanks for listening to the Garden Academy podcast. Hope it was helpful. If so, do us a favor, subscribe, leave us a review. Now remember, live to learn, give to earn. Reflect on and wrestle with any new ideas that you heard in this episode, and then turn around and share your experience with others. Remember, many of the audio files were pulled from video and turned into articles in our Knowledge Center, which you can access for free. There will be a link in the description. If you want to stay in the loop and hear more about what our members, our partners, and the community is doing, both in the real world and the Web3 world, check out our friends at Inside the Den podcast. Not only are they great dudes, they're highlighting and interviewing the movers and the shakers, and they helped us set up this podcast to be simple, helpful, and fun.